Now let's take a look at your portfolio. Maybe some stock picks for you. Joining us right now, Dutch Masters, founder, Carnivore Trading. Good to see you, Dutch. Thanks for being here. So what do you think about the rally? What do you think the market's telling us? Well, I think, uh, hello, Nicole, and it's good to see you too. I think that um, I'd love to jump on the bandwagon and get all giddy and excited about this, but it's not the first time that I've uh, seen a bear market rip and rally. All we've done is really retrace uh, what the last, you know, six, seven sessions have been down and down and down. So, you know, you want to take this thing over 4,000 on the S&P and hold for a while and maybe go sideways to up from there, then you can make me a believer. That being said here, you know, they would call this a bear market rally. I understand what you're saying. I sort of am impressed myself. The fact that they've held on here all day long and the Dow now is up at 1,032 points. I mean, I can't believe we're at session highs here. I mean, a lot of it was because of the sell-offs that we've been seeing, maybe an oversold market. What happens going forward? Well, I think that uh, what we see here is, you know, we're heading into a hardcore, you know, recession. Um, the Fed's not going to slow down. 7.7, um, by the way, on the CPI is still 570 basis points away from their target. So, you know, that's a long way for them to, to, to make this work. Now, your former, your previous guest was right. If, if they can drop the 7.7 to 7.0 and to 6.3, consecutively over the next couple of months, then that's really good. But, you know, what happens if this thing prints an 8.3 next month? I mean, then we're going right back to 3,600 or 3,300 on the S&P. We are in a downward sloping channel in the S&P and the market as a whole. And we're just at the upper band. We're not even close to the upper band yet of this thing. So, you know, until I see uh, the Fed actually make a move different, differently than what they've been doing you know i don't see i don't see that but on the other hand there are sectors that are working such as biotech and then you mentioned a couple of uh uh you know technologies you were talking about some technology stocks that have been beaten up pretty well and we agree with that yeah yeah understood and so you're watching 4000 um do you think we could be on the other side of this and retest lows on the s p you know, I think that um, if the policies don't change and I mean, the layoffs are just now starting to rip through even the technology, highly profitable, high growth margin companies. I mean, the Fed does want to see the labor market cool and they're about to see it cool in a big way. But that means a lot of people are out of work and that's not good. Uh, you know, consumption's going to drop off and, you know, that might help slow the Fed a bit. But you know, if we, I can, I, we've always said that the S&P in a recession is fairly valued at 2,800 to 3,200. Okay, at the high end of that of that range might be 3,200, 3,300. Um, but that's kind of where we see that it could go on the downside. I, we hope we're wrong. Okay, I, I would love to jump on the bandwagon with everybody else and get all excited. I'm just not quite. Oh, I get it. Well, you're not really seeing the true catalysts. I mean, we did pass through the Fed in the last meeting. We did make it through the midterms. We probably have seen inflation peak, maybe not with shelter, though, which is not a great sign. Um, so I guess we'll still wait and see. Halozyme, you were looking at biotech. This one is all about injectables and the fluids and the delivery of that using the technology platform of this company. Tell me a little bit about this one, Halozyme. Yeah, these guys have got some... Uh 
relationships with everybody, okay? Lilly, Roche, uh, Bristol Myers, AbbVie, Pfizer. Um, they've got two platforms that are just killer. It's a seven and a half billion dollar market cap that I think's a double. So that's my double. That's a, that's a stock that doubles in my mind. Uh, they've got patented subcutaneous injectables of biologics, and <clears throat> that's really powerful. And they also have some technology that enhances the absorption and dispersion of other injected products. So that makes them kind of uh, ubiquitous. They can be used with lots and lots of other uh, products. So I see this as a real winner. Yeah, I mean, right now it's at $51 and change. Uh, how far up can this go? I think it's a $100 stock. I think we got a double on it. Wow, interesting. Okay, glad I asked that question. What about um, Sarepta Therapeutics? Also a winner year to date, up about 16%. Yeah, Sarepta is a rare disease specialist. Um, they have a $9.3 billion market cap, but you know, I look at that more as a 40 to 50% gainer here. Um, and then, you know, but, but you know, they, 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 they've got some, the science comes out of Duke and they've got a good relationship with LaRoche. La but if I had to pick between the two, I think your bigger bang is uh, right over there at Halo. Right, and then there's a bandwidth. That's your third choice here. Tell me a little bit about this one. This is communication uh, software and such. We're looking at that one. Yeah, cloud-based software communication platform for bandwidth. What I, what I love about this is this is one of the classic things you and I have talked about before, which is when you have a, a good company, it's doing a half a billion in revenue. They've got a $480 million market cap, which is insanely low for a tech company that's actually growing and making money. They've got positive EBITDA and they're, you know, a half a billion is nothing to joke about. Um, they were $180 a share went down to 12 or 14 and our mantra here is anytime you've got a company that's down 90 95% from its high and it's still a good company that's not going bankrupt you can really get a boomer out of that we call this one a triple we're at 19 we bought it the other day at 17 and we think this thing could be a 40 50 dollar stock yeah, and month to date, it's already up over 60%. Had this low, it did actually tick at one point to nine bucks, nine and 20 cents change. And this, I think what's really telling is the earnings. It had that gap up on the earnings. Um, tell me a little bit about a book. Are we getting a Dutch master's book? What is it? When is it? Why'd you write it? Well, me and the boys have uh, put together a book called Lions of Wall Street. And, um, we uh, we've got another one coming behind that as well. But this is the one that tells a story about how Carnivore actually delivered a 100 percent return at the beginning of this year, the worst year in the market in under 90 days. And so it's kind of an exciting read. It's a quick read. It's a perfect read for a, an airplane. And uh, we're putting it out. Hopefully it'll be out in time for Christmas. We're going to have a whole bunch of copies here at the uh, LVX Las Vegas mansion here for the uh, Christmas party. And um, we're very excited about it. We've got some of the largest uh, publisher and printer of books uh, in the world. Ingram is getting behind it. And so uh, it's going to be really exciting. And when's the next one coming out? You sort of alluded to a second book. The second book is going to shake up the financial industry like you've never seen. The title of it, the working title right now is Wall Street Lies. 
And uh, that should be coming out sometime probably in April or May. I think we should put them both together and make a movie. I can't wait to read them both and then see them both. Maybe you could star in the movie, Josh. Dutch Master, founder of Carnivore Trading. <laughs> You're the star. <laughs> Thank you. It's always wonderful to have you on the show, Dutch. Thanks. Congratulations on the book to you and the guys. Thanks.